Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we have a really good show for you today. Just when you thought COVID was going away and the wars were over, not exactly. In just a minute, we're going to be joined by attorney Tom Rents who has uh, represented the frontline doctors. Uh, He's been a participant in many conferences around the country, including Clay Clark. And I had Clay on there about a month ago, and what a bang-up performance he did. And uh, we're all working towards the same goal. We're we're trying to turn things around. We're like-minded people. And I think you're going to appreciate the depth and the information that you're going to get from Tom today so you can be better prepared yourself. Before we join Tom Renz, I need to let you know that we got some business that we got to take care of. We're going to do it briefly and quickly because you already know what I'm going to tell you. Food and water, right? Um, The UK has already announced they're going through catastrophes. And I said it would start in Europe. I said this two weeks ago, and now it's starting. And I said it's going to come here because of diesel. And diesel is going to stop deliveries because pretty soon the truckers can't afford to, to ship. They can't do it. So you better get what you can get while you can get it. Uh, people say, well, how much durable food do I need? Well, there's a couple requirements here. One, I've kind of settled on two years. That's what a lot of experts tell me. Plus, you better have seeds like Daisy Luther and Bob Griswold say. And uh, two, you better learn how to hide most of it. Seriously. The government will follow up on their food hoarding laws. Uh, you also will have to protect your food. And if you do get robbed, if you hide it, you won't be totally without. So that's one. Preparewithdave.com is where you need to go. No price increase here with MPS, but I don't know how much longer they're going to be shipping, given what we've talked about. And uh, uh, they still have a sale. Uh, Water filters, yeah, you heard yesterday. Announcements by major power companies across the United States. They are going to engage in preemptive blackouts to prevent uh, total breakdown. I don't know how long they're going to be, and neither do you. And you could be in a situation where you're foraging for water. You may have to go out and be a scavenger. And so you need uh, a water filter for everybody. We have the Alexa Pro Pro water filter, and uh, it's the best in the business. I mean, the research is at waterwithdave.com, and you can see that for yourself. But let me just say this to you. I'm the lone vendor in the United States. They had run out, announced no more product, and then they found some in supply that they didn't know that was going to come in. And they said, well, we'll make Dave Hodges the lone vendor until they're gone. When it's gone, it's gone because it comes out of China. So what you need to know is your shelf life for getting this quality product is really limited. And people say, well, how many do I need? I recommend one per family member because if you're scavenging for your water supply, 
you are going to deal with volume and you just can't get by on one filter and also two two is one one is none because it broke things break things get stolen okay so food and water you got waterwithdave.com you got preparewithdave.com and we're taking care of all our ads here and then finally if you're one of 40 percent of americans that have less than a thousand dollars buy food don't listen to what i'm going to tell you here if you have a nest egg you need to listen to what i'm going to tell you digital is coming and if they don't like what you've said what website you've been on whatever you've done just look at canada and what happened to bank accounts for the truckers and or anybody in the support of them that's coming here and economists I talk to are actually preparing or are actually moving money to gold-backed economies around the world. Well, let's start with noble gold, okay? Before you start going foreign and doing all that, let's get you out of cash as much as you can because cash is trash and it's going to crash. So noble gold can help diversify you. I am a customer. I have been now for going on four years, and they're the most professional group that I deal with. They also, too, when you call them, you don't get a call center. You get professional agents answering the phone. And you can go to goldbeforelate.com, and they'll send you free material. That's goldbeforelate.com, or you can call them directly at 877-646-5347. Now, we had a lot there, right? That's three, but we get them out of the way, just like the BBC does over in UK. And uh, now we got a straight shot with our guest, Tom Rents. Tom, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. It's always great to have you on. And uh, you've certainly helped to educate America. I think help prepare America. But unfortunately, from what you're saying, we're not done with the COVID wars, are we? No, no, by no means. In fact, uh, this is, I would, I would say this has really been the opening salvo. I mean, we're looking at plans for, I mean, they said they're looking at, you know, what they want to do by 2030. They're looking at a 10-year minimum. And the reality is, is this isn't my work. This, these aren't my words. It's not like I'm giving you guys anything that's super secret. You know, you can look at what Schwab's written in his Great Reset. You can look at what the WEF is saying. You can look at what China's doing. I mean, the work is out there. You can see for yourself. You don't even have to believe me. But it's critical that we talk about it, because if we don't talk about it, people aren't going to know where to research or what to do or how to do their homework. So that's what this is really about. Yeah, I um, I couldn't agree with you more on that point. And uh, we've got to have the discussion, because we're dealing with two variables here, as I see it. One, people are ignorant because they're busy with their lives. No fault of their own. I mean, they're just trying to keep the wolf from the door, and I get that. Another problem we have, too, is people are engaging in cognitive dissonance to a large degree. They can't believe how bad things have gotten, and therefore they can't see how bad things are going to get. So they tune out these messages, and the only way to break through cognitive dissonance is repetition, and that's what we're trying to do here. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I want to I want to make real clear to the people listening because everybody knows about my work with COVID. But the thing that I want to really clarify is my work on this, my my work on kind of this more global uh, type of type of issue that we're facing has came from COVID. I am a skeptic. I started out and I thought this 90 percent of what I'm doing right now I thought was crazy conspiracy theory. I just didn't believe it. But I'm also an evidence guy. You know, I mean, you and I have talked a lot about this. Uh, you know, I just go where the evidence takes me. Well, here's the deal. If I've got a, if you talk or read or study or, you know, do anything with a serial killer, 
you're going to listen to some guy who maybe is saying, yeah, I killed 200 people. I killed 100 people. I killed 50 people. And they're going to, you know, a lot of times they'll brag about it because they have these screwed up egos where they're proud of their work. And, you know, when you hear these guys, it's happened a lot of times in history where they've said, yeah, I killed 50 people. And everybody's like, that's insane. Nobody could have done that. But then when the law enforcement follows through over the years, they find out, yeah, there's at least 50 bodies or more. When you start talking about people who are literally insane and doing evil, evil things, you have to listen to what they're saying. You have to hold what they're saying uh, as something that is serious. And when you start talking about totally insane billionaires or people with you know power on a national level, you really got to be careful because even though what they're saying may be insane and it may sound totally ludicrous, you know, they do sometimes have the power to get some of these things done. Uh, let me remind everybody of Hitler, Mao, Stalin, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, you know, and so I think that we're we're experiencing something akin to that on a global level right now. We've got some truly evil people who are truly, truly powerful. And as I researched the COVID, I had to ask myself, okay, uh, if Fauci's a crook, who paid him off? If Merkel's a crook, who paid her off? If Macron's a crook, who paid him off? And they were all doing the same thing, and they were all pushing out the same lies. So you'd have to think that it's probably the same people buying them off. Who? And what the evidence has shown me is that it's always the same people and it's always the same thing and it also shows me that these same people are involved in a lot of other things so i just you know i have to follow the evidence and i have to take it serious when insane billionaires and insane leaders uh, of different things around the world are saying we're going to enslave humanity which is precisely what klaus schwab has said who's the leader of the world economic forum and who has as much power and authority as most people could imagine, and is working with Bill Gates, is working with Bezos, is working with Zuckerberg, is working with all, Soros, is working with all of these people. When they're telling you what they're going to do, when they're writing books about it, when they're bragging about it, it seems far-fetched. It seems absurd. How could that happen? But, you know, that's what the people were thinking before World War II. Um, you couldn't be more correct as you know, I've told you before. Um, I'm the descendant, uh, first generation on my dad's side of people that escaped Nazi Germany. And uh, as a consequence, um, I grew up hearing about this from my grandmother and my great aunt. And they thought, let me put it the way my great aunt said it to me once when I was about 10. She said, We thought Hitler was just a fad and that he'd fade away and things would go back to normal. And then when we realized that it wasn't going to go back to normal, we left. Yeah, yeah and that's my fear here. You know, everybody keeps waiting for COVID to go back to normal. It's not going to if these guys have their way. The only way this gets back to normal is if we beat these bad guys. And you've got to understand something. I, I don't know how to make this more clear. If you've listened to me or read my COVID work, you cannot miss the fact that this is intentional. These jabs, they don't work. They're poisonous. Everybody knows it, yet they keep pushing it. 
the way that COVID was covered up, the way that the early treatment was covered up, the way that all these things were done, that's intentional. So if it's intentional and the truth comes out, which, you know, we've uncovered most of the truth, you know, more keeps coming out to prove that we were right every day, but I mean, we know what happened. If, if that's the case, then you got to understand something. If the truth becomes widely known, if the people who are truly behind this, you know, if the public hears what they've done, these people aren't going to get to go back to their billions. They aren't going to get to go back to their lives. They're going to get sent to the gallows or something, or at least to prison for a very long time. And so these people know that. They're all in. You aren't going to, this isn't going away. They are in it to win it, and they're not stopping until they can't fight anymore. We have to, we either create accountability or we continue with this chaos with one problem after another, with the upcoming summer of rage where they're going to force violence across the United States again because uh, it worked so well last year with the George Floyd riots that, uh, you know, they need to repeat it. You know, they need to keep us destabilized until our people get so exhausted that they just give up. That's the plan. And so, you know, that's what's coming. And we either defeat this or we lose everything. Well, you're exactly right. And uh, we're already uncovering this. Um, we, um, we've we looked, Doug Thornton and I, and we have a weekly show together called uh, the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And he's ex-DHS, high level, and he was also ex-Marine recon, um, a lot of combat experience. And he teaches tactical. And he uh, he and I have gone through the 180-page manifesto for this uh, Gendron kid, 18-year-old. He didn't write this. Uh, we did a Google on some of his manifesto, and it went right to DHS terrorism analysis. I'm not joking. This is no 18-year-old wrote a 180-page manifesto. And then Doug went through and he he pointed out how this kid um, had advanced knowledge of how to tape together magazines to improve magazine capacity. He said, Dave, there are people in the military that don't know how to do this. He said, most cops would not know how to do this. And he goes, there's no way this 18-year-old kid has all this tactical skill said he was recruited and managed and probably brainwashed. And what I'm saying to you here, long-winded, is we're going to see a lot of these because they need to get our guns and our free speech so we can't stop what they want to do to us. Well, and we know, I mean, listen, one great thing about Biden's dementia is that he can't, he's just a terrible liar. He keeps slipping up and telling you the truth. And when he is lying, he just, I mean, he really can't fake it very well. So, I mean, this guy goes up to Buffalo and all 800 people watch his speech. And his entire speech, he doesn't care about the people that died. He's just up there talking about our guns and free speech. That's all. There is very much, there is very much a reality that most people are very uncomfortable with. And that is that this world is still governed by the aggressive use of force. We may all like to think that we're going to talk things out, hold hands, and say kumbaya. But the Second Amendment is the reason that we're as free as we are today. It's just that simple. If they could have taken our guns, we would have been in the same COVID camps as Australia. We would have had the same nightmare as Australia. The only reason that we're as free as we are, the only reason that we haven't seen someone invade, that we haven't seen this, is because the Americans have too many guns, and no one wins with that. Thank God. 
that we do, because otherwise there'd be much more violence. The guns that we have, the Second Amendment, is literally, in my opinion, the number one. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time one protecting factor that we have the second to ensure the first amendment and the other amendments continue on so yeah you're right they're coming after our guns because after that we can't defend the first amendment we can't defend the other amendments you know what was eerie when you were talking about biden's buffalo speech to the victims you're right i I did a podcast and you almost said what i said word for word and it's like i said it's reinforcing to me to hear you say say this Uh, doug thornton says the same thing doug hagman says the same thing and when we look at this tom reasonable people just looking at things objectively see the politicization that's going on with this event in buffalo but it's just beginning i mean we've had two false flag shootings since then and it's it's absolutely insane what's happening and and they're going to continue it um and um a lot of us think that they're going to dirty bomb us in uh, june or july there's a big sentiment out there for that right now i'm not in a position to judge but they're not going to let up but you know what's interesting you know what's interesting we've had two victories 
number one, we backed him down from the board of disinfo. And number two, last night, Biden announced that he's going to start trying to supply baby formula for moms, you know, after telling us to go to the doctor, we don't make baby formula in the government and all these excuses. Well, the Democrats are screaming at him because they know they're not going to get elected. And so he's had to back up. So we've had two victories in two days. Well, and we're going to have more, but it's it's a back and forth battle. And I want to point out something else, because you talked about them not backing down. Now, I understand that, you know, patterns typically take a, a little bit of time to develop, but they've already told us what the pattern is, right? So last, you know, you go back to 2020, we have this terrible COVID and the world's going to end and so on and so forth. Well, spring, we fast forward through to 2021 summer and everything starts lifting. Oh, the world's better. They give us a break from COVID and we move on to riots and violence in the United States and unrest and other such problems. Now you fast forward, and we've got the the winter of 2021 into 2022. We're back to COVID is is picking up. Um, you know, we we yeah, we're we're concerned about what's going to happen with it. We continued pushing on the vaccine, even though they were saying that COVID's not an issue. You know, Biden in the State of the Union speech says COVID's over, but then continues to push the vaccine everywhere so he's he's kind of pushing out both sides of his mouth on the COVID all winter right, right. now summer's rolling around and people have continued to say go to hell on the COVID vaccine now we've got the summer of rage and if you you know I did in my Substack article uh, that I had posted uh, summer of rage and continuation of uh, the COVID war in America and that's really an important article I want to urge people to take a look at it uh, and you can subscribe to my Substack at rens-law.com. There's a link to it, or you can just go to TomRensSubstack.com. But the that article I talk about, you know, that if you if you Google "summer of rage and abortion," if you look at this stuff, they are doing everything they can to promote violence. You you talk about false flag shooters. They're doing everything they can to create unrest and violence. They are going to push as hard as they can for violence and riots this summer. And if we don't, you know, there's a chance that we can head it off if we make it, you know, make people aware of what's going on. Uh, they tend to back down when we know what's going to go on and we're, we can call it. So, you know, that's why we're talking about this. But they are absolutely trying to create as much violence as possible this summer. They'll do just what they did with the George Floyd riots, which means they will pay off Antifa and other such organizations to send these professional rioters in and cause all sorts of trouble. And, you know, that's where they're going. Now, this fall, they're already setting up for new terrible variants. They're already talking about that. So they're going to go back to disease this fall and health crisis because they really need the number one, one of the top goals they have to steal elections, to do everything, is to continue on with the, controlling our health. By the way, uh, mental health, you notice that all these shooters have mental health issues, quote unquote, and all these people have all these mental health issues. You also notice that you know, guns are a public health issue now. I, I mean, New York declared uh, the, the emergency on gun violence. Everything is related to health. Everything. So they got to get control of our health. That's why Biden's doing this food treaty. He wants to be able to control our uh, control our health, or to have you know these same globalist monsters control our health as handlers. Um, 
so wherever you look, this is all about breaking down public will. And if you read or talk to the military guys who go in, the Green Berets, Special Forces, whose job it is to go in and destabilize the country, what's happening in America is textbook. They continue to create crisis after crisis after crisis. There's never stability. There's never peace. There's always a crisis. There's always a problem. And they do that to destabilize the country enough that the people just give up and give up their freedoms in exchange for some peace. But there's never peace when you give up your freedom. I have guests on, and a couple times these people are so clandestine they can't tell you by contract who they worked for. But you know, and they've been involved in regime change for national security interests in the United States. And I'm hearing the same exact verbiage that you just said. Um, it's about destabilization through attrition. And this is exactly what they're doing to us. And, and, they're, and they're throwing the kitchen sink at us now. Before, you know, I remember when Pat Wood wrote his book uh, with Anthony Sutton, uh, Trilaterals over Washington, about the Trilateral Commission. If you even brought that up, you were a crazy conspiracy theorist. Absolutely nuts. Do you know what? They're not even hiding it now. They, they, they're they telling you what's coming, just as you said in our opening, through their books, their statements. They're going for broke. Do you, do you think this is their uh, it, the, it, this is their kamikaze charge? I, I do think there's a uh, bit of that going on. I'll tell you why. COVID did not go the way that they had planned. Okay, so, you know, they thought they were going to do this COVID thing. And for COVID, for especially the vaccines, for the vaccines to be effective, the, the vaccine lie to be effective, they needed to get to 90 to 95% vaccination. And the reason for that is, is that right now people are waking up more and more every day to the vaccines. And what I mean by that is no matter what you see on the news, no matter how much misinformation they put out there, the reality is, is that when you look in your own life and you see, hey, these five, 40, 50 year old people that I know died for no apparent reason, peacefully in their sleep, of course, and they were all boosted and jabbed. I didn't get it. And I'm fine. What the hell's going on here? Uh, why is it that, that I'm sick and, and dealing with COVID and this and that and other and I'm jabbed and boosted? But spoken anti-COVID jab person is fine. Can you explain that to me? So the problem is, is that too many people, we were successful in one front, very successful, in ensuring that enough people did not get this and that are standing against this and that will not get this. That within the, within the lives of everyday Americans, no matter how many lies there are, there are enough anti-COVID jab activists out there that people are starting to recognize the lies. So they had wanted this jab to be kind of a nearly universal thing because if 90, 95% of the people would get this, then you don't know anybody who didn't, right? So you don't see that it's the people with the jabs that are getting sick, so they can keep blaming it on new variants and new this and new that, and it's never the jab, it's always something new, and we're just going through the you know, chaotic period of global health, and thank God for Bill Gates, who was planning for this, right? But that didn't work. They, I don't think that they expected, you know, the nobodies of the world and to, to rise up like we did. You know, uh, 
and I include myself in that. You know, I'm nobody. I, I start fighting like hell. But there were a lot, millions of nobodies that did the same, thankfully. And so that that's, I think, really damaged the plan. So now they have to keep trying to expedite things, and they keep trying to push further than what the people are willing. Had they been able to slowly implement this with the gradual uh, you know, reduction in freedoms on a global basis, it would have been more effective. But because they have to expedite things, and they have to keep overplaying their hand, because we're now on to it, right? So we know now this is what's going on. People are awake to that, and enough people are awake, and we've got to get a lot more awake. But they have to keep pushing and overplaying their hand to try and get it done and convince the sheep that have gone along with things that, uh, you know, everything's okay. This is just, you know, nature causing problems and other such things. But it's not working. So that expediting, that fact that they've been expediting this, it really is much more of a kamikaze thing because, like I said, there's no going back. If they don't win, they end up hanging. And that's the problem. They know that. So, you know, it's just a balancing act. And the more we bring out the truth and the more that people wake up, the more panic they get and the stupider it becomes. So that's why you're seeing things, you know, like these guys coming out there and creating artificial baby food shortages and food shortages in a much, I mean, they were, I don't think that they had intended. Gates has been buying farmland for, for a number of years. That, you know, largest holder of farmland in the world, uh, you know, but he thought he was going to be able to slowly but surely get these these food shortages. I, I just, they've had to expedite everything, and it looks, it's just very clear to people because they're overplaying their hand. You know, I'm wondering why. Um, let me tell you what someone told me from a spiritual perspective. And I'm a data guy, too. You know, I've taught stat and research, so, you know, I, I like to follow the data, but... I'm also a Christian, and I think this is worthy of consideration. Why the speed and rapidity? And someone told me that, Dave, if they do certain things, it triggers the tribulation, and then they're on the clock. And then they really are under pressure to get things done. So they want to get everything lined up, have a full rush before the eventual takes over. And I thought, well, that's interesting because, you know, unless certain things happen, the tribulation doesn't happen. The Bible's very clear about that. I don't know if you look at this from a spiritual perspective. I suspect you do. I just wonder how you felt about that that, that particular viewpoint. Okay, so, so and I always do this, right? So I always make clear to, to people that when I'm taking my lawyer hat off or my investigator hat off. So this is just my personal view. So I absolutely look at everything through the lens of faith. Uh, in fact, last night I just put out a post, you know, asking for prayers because we got a lot of things happening behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, I, I pray that God's will be done and that, you know, I have the wisdom to do to play my role in it and that, the, you know, the freedom fighters are successful. Um, there's absolutely a spiritual component to this, in my opinion. On a personal level, it's my belief that right now this is a good and evil battle. It just comes down to that. And it, it, to me, that's real clear. If you would kill people with a jab that you know is dangerous, and then not only would you kill people, but you'd keep trying to kill more, and then you'd try and kill infants and children by approving it for babies, I mean, that's just evil. I don't know how else to say it. And you can disagree with me if you want, but if you do... I question your 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 uh, 
judgment in terms of what's good and what's evil. But that said, um, as you know, I'm a Christian and I'm unapologetic about it. I'm a faith guy, and you know, I'm of the belief that yeah, you know, God said that you know, revelations and all that stuff. That's going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen at some point. I don't know when. He said we don't know when. He says like a thief in the night. And so, you know, that's that. Now, I'm I'm of the belief that if we do our job, if we fight, if we stay righteous, if enough people stay faithful to God, if we can wake enough people up, if we can get enough people to understand that there is right, there is wrong, you know, that God is is in charge, he's 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 the guy. Uh, that you know, we have a little bit to say about when that's going to happen. I think you're you right. know maybe he'll get he'll grant us the answer to our prayers and hold off on it for a little bit because we did what he wanted to and showed that we were worthy of a little more time. I don't know if that's the case. God's way way beyond my pay grade, but that's what I hope is the case. And I know one thing: regardless of whether that's correct or not, he he gave me a job fight these bad guys so i'm doing everything i can to do that i want to wake people up to him and to his faith in every opportunity that i have and i am uh going to do everything that i have within my power to stop evil and it's just that simple so if that helps to to stave off uh end times then great if it doesn't it's not going to change what i'm doing either way you know my job soldier fighter i just fight bad guys yeah, I, you know, it's it's funny you're pulling a lot of words out of my own mouth right now, and we come at this from two. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Different perspectives. Interesting. Um, I, I, I just want to relate this and then put it back on you with regard to the World Health Organization. But when Trump came into power, Congress had stupidly passed a bill that put us into the Trans-Pacific Partnership, or TPP for short, and only the globalist Paul Ryan was allowed to look at it before an up or down vote, which was ludicrous. No one should have voted for this under those conditions, but they did. And what we found out was before it got implemented, we had given away our sovereignty to a 22-person board that could have overridden Supreme Court, Congress, and the executive branch of our government. We're about ready to do the same thing again. Now you're saying, well, what happened to that, Dave? The TPP, Trump killed it when he came into power. Everyone says Trump's a globalist. Well, if he's a globalist, he sure as heck wouldn't have done that. So No, he's definitely not a globalist. Yeah, I know, but the, we're hearing the allegations that I'm saying. He saved us from world government when he first came in and, and got no credit for it. Now, with the World Health Organization, we are, uh, today is the 19th day of May on the 22nd. This illegal treaty, without two-thirds approval of the Senate, goes into effect, and we're under World Health Organization health mandates. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I can talk a lot about that. In fact, I can put everybody to sleep on that. Okay. So the, this was a really insidious and devious thing, and it's something that a lot of people aren't quite understanding. 
Okay, so absolutely, Biden proposed amendments to the regulations governing the, the WHO that would allow the WHO internally to do a lot of things that they wouldn't otherwise be allowed to do. Now, those regulations, I would say in some cases, seem to uh, be in disagreement to the WHO's constitution, but that's neither here nor there. But they're regulations to an international body. And from a lawyer's perspective, what that means is we don't really have any legal grounds to challenge them in the United States unless they try and leverage or use those as a basis to do anything. But these guys are very clever and very evil. So what they did was they, they, they've got these regulations to something that's already an approved treaty. So what Biden's going to do is if the World Health Organization says jump, he's going to say how high. He knows that. He's going to use that as an excuse to, to do whatever they say. He's then going to leverage every bit of executive power and the legislative strength of that treaty to implement them in the United States. Now, it's quite clear that they won't be able, nothing he can do will be able to supersede our Constitution. Okay, under the law, that's very clear. The problem is, is it's the, sa- is the same as the problem that we've had with everything else. First of all, they don't care about the law or the Constitution. Second of all, while it takes us two years to get through the courts on this, who knows what what chaos is going to happen. Third of all, one of the most important aspects of this is the data, right? So I, I don't know if anybody's paid attention. I've talked about this before. It's documented. There's evidence. Every time you get a PCR test, they're collecting your DNA. Mm-hmm. They're taking that DNA and they're putting it into a computer system. They're then selling that data everywhere, including to China. So you've got to understand that the real, real game on the PCR test is data gathering. Data is king. People, they want to know our DNA because it allows them to develop better uh, mRNA and gene therapy and reprogram the human genome technology. The more information they have, the better they can do that. And that is, for whatever reason, their goal. So they're getting as much DNA data on as many people as humanly possible. And that's a real scary thing, because if the WHO does any of these things, the first thing Biden's going to do is use it as an excuse to dump any information and data that we have that hasn't already been sold to the WHO. Well, the WHO is controlled by all of our enemies. So we're giving all that data to all of our enemies. And really, one of, I think, the most dangerous parts of this, you know, right now, you got to understand something. If a bunch of little blue helmets start marching around the United States, a bunch of Americans are going to grab their guns and shoot them. That, so I don't see that as being something that's going to happen. It would also be viewed as, as treasonous and invasion. All these, there's all sorts of issues, right? So I don't think that's happening. But what is going to happen is, remember, they want, they're, we're at war now. These guys are at war with everything that is foundational to our United States. They're at war with all of the founding principles of our Constitution. I mean, they're openly at war with free speech of all things. They're openly at war with freedom of religion. They're just telling us that the Second Amendment needs to go away. And they're not trying to amend it because they know it would never work. So they're, they're just telling us that they want to get rid of our Constitution without following the law. So these people are quite clearly at war with our nation as founded. 
the key to get winning this war without firing a shot, which is the most important thing, because remember, Americans and their guns, they got too many of them, and that Second Amendment is a real pain in the butt. The key to winning this war is convincing us to give up our freedoms. Everybody knows that. So data is essential, whether it's data for mRNA technology, whether it's data to manipulate us, whether it's data to know how to better control us by using the proper language in the newscast or on social media or whatever. Data is the key. We have the World Economic Forum and Harari and all these guys telling us we need this data so that we can manipulate people, so that we can control people, so that we can eliminate free will. Their words, not mine. It's absurd, but that's what they're saying. So when they say this, and they tell us that this is what they're doing, that becomes, to my mind, one of the most important things happening here because, you know, once this is in play, Biden's going to give away all sorts of our information and our data under the guise of public health, and that's going to be used against us by all of our enemies. And no one's even going to know what's happening. No one's going to care. There's not going to be a lawsuit. There's not going to be, you know, people, if there's, if there's blue helmets in the streets, there's, there's, everybody's going to know. But if they give away our data, if they give away our information, if we're not able to be secure in our papers and in our homes, in Fourth Amendment, anyone, uh, which they're violating right and left and nobody even realizes, that becomes as big of a danger as anything else actually a bigger danger because that's what they're trying to do that's how they're trying to convince us to to give up our freedoms without firing a shot which is ultimately the game because they know they can't win nobody wins in a violent war with america well i have one thing to add to what you're saying and i don't know if you're aware of this or not but back in 2017 Myself, actually through my best military source, and uh, John Moore and the late Paul Martin, we all received copies of a Wee Fang speech made uh, to the Central Planning Committee of the CCP in China. And he went through this long diatribe about how China had to occupy America because nowhere else has the resources to support their growing population. And he said at the end, uh, Nazi Germany failed and Japan failed because they weren't singular in purpose and they were too merciful and so forth and so on. They needed to be more brutal. We won't make that mistake. And then he went on to say that we've developed bioweapons that are race-specific and the Israelis assisted us with that. I don't think the Israelis were plotting against America. I just think it was a joint venture at one time. That's my take on that. But he went on to say this. We will enact, um, he said, we don't want joint tenancy in the United States, so we're going to enact race-specific bio-warfare. The only ones that will survive will be the 14 million people of Chinese descent in the United States now. And uh, and people say, well, how do we know the document's real, Dave? Well, it's been pretty well validated in the last five years, but if you go back to the last two defense ministers, they effectively said the same thing. We have to wipe out America so we can occupy it. And that goes hand in hand with what you just said. They, they, uh, the DNA is a necessary part of this process. Yeah, there's no question that you know. I, I can't say why. I haven't seen that, so I don't really know much about that particular document. But what I can say is that you know, I mean, we've got a ton of evidence that that's really one of the long-term games here is to get as much DNA information as possible, and. 
you know, I I don't need to know why. I need, all I need to know is if China wants our DNA, we need to keep it secret. Uh, you know, I mean, that's that's about as clear as day. And so, uh, you know, this whole thing, Dave, is just it, there are so many enemies colluding against the United States. China doesn't like us. The globalists don't like us. Uh, the 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 terrorist crews out there don't like us. You know, there's all these different groups. None of them like us. And the reason they don't like us is because if the shining beacon of freedom sitting on the top of the hill exists, there will always be a reason for people to rise up against tyranny. They need to eliminate freedom on a global level. Otherwise, the tyrants can't, can't be safe. So the problem is, is that you've got all these different groups who are really aligned against America. The good news is this. There's no honor amongst thieves. The globalists want to control things themselves. The Chinese want to control things themselves. All these different groups want to control things themselves. And while they all hate America, they don't trust or work with each other because they all know that, yeah, it's an interesting thing. As a Christian, I love the belief that the Bible is the instruction manual for life. And the the reality is is that when you live by you know Christian ideals, then you believe that you know there's honor and there's trust and there's certain things. I'm not going to lie to you or or work against you, my fellow Christian, my fellow brother, my fellow human, because those are that's you know the wrong thing to do. Well, these guys are about atheists, which means they don't have a moral code. They're against faith. If you don't have a moral code, why would I trust you with anything? If you don't think that lying is wrong, why would I trust you? If you don't see a problem with killing a person, why would I trust that you're going to honor your deal? I mean, that's insane. So the problem is is that these, these people who have no moral codes can never properly work together because they all know, well, this guy doesn't have a moral code either, so he's going to stab me in the back as soon as it's convenient because if you don't have a moral code then the only thing that you live for is yourself and your own you know, gain and power and such things. So these people will never be able to organize effectively because they're missing the one thing that we have, which is God. So that, that's a critical thing, and that's the real reason that we have a good chance of winning. God's got our back, of course, but also because we follow him, it, he's, it makes it easy for us to stand together united, whereas the other side can't, because there is no foundational principle upon which their, their universe is built. So that, that moral relativism is a guaranteed mechanism to, to fail, you just, because you, you cannot trust anybody who doesn't have a, a firm moral code, because why would you? If I don't think there's anything wrong with lying, if I don't think there's anything wrong with murdering babies, you know, abortion to birth, if I don't think there's anything wrong with killing people through COVID jabs, why would, why in God's name would you want to trust someone like that? You wouldn't. So, you know, these guys, there is, there's always this kind of power struggle. And this is my analysis, you know, I mean, this is my analysis based on a lot of research. I think that there's a lot of power struggle between these different factions globally, 
all of whom want to take down the U.S., but none of whom trust each other because they're all evil. I think you're probably right. Um, you know, the system lords are at war with each other. And um, even there's even rebellion in the cartels against some of the Chinese influence that controls them. It's, it's interesting. There's, there's dissent all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, my, Bill Gates, and, and I know that you're probably aware of this, he's already said recently, I think last week, there's a new virus coming. It's more deadly and more contagious. What do you yeah. make of that? Well, I mean, like I said, they've got plans for this this fall. Now, I've heard rumors that this may be something that occurs before fall. The timing, we don't know. What we do know is that COVID is, is a lost cause for these guys. And also, you know, the jab's killing a lot of people, and it's going to kill a lot more. They have to have an excuse. They have to have an explanation for this, because they can't admit it's the jab. So what's going to happen? Well, you know, a new, more virulent strain of something terrible and awful. Well, here's the thing. What is that going to be? I don't know. I've heard a lot of rumors. Marburg, I've heard some of the pox. I've heard Ebola. And, you know, all of these things are things that we have evidence that they're doing gain-of-function on um, or, or working on in some other capacity. But, the, but which one it is specifically, I don't know. What I do know is that if you think they're done with the global health crisis, you're lying to yourself. You are absolutely, you need to get your head out of the sand because it's going to be one, one after another. And you got to understand, the jabs are occurring, okay, and they've occurred with a lot of people. They've got to have a mechanism to explain this. So that's that's what's coming. And by the way, I'm quite tired of several things, and I, I just I'm, I'm I'm sick of it. I'm tired of debating it. It doesn't need to be debated anymore. The first is these R gene therapies. Pfizer's admitted it, Moderna's admitted it, Janssen's admitted it, everybody's admitted it. Okay, I've got documents where they have themselves admitted it. So I don't want to hear any more, oh, it's not a gene therapy. No, it is. It is. And, you know, listen, uh, have they done an in vivo study that's proven that it does, that it alters your DNA in a perpetual way? No. Um, I will tell you that I would bet the house that it does in a number of people. Maybe not all. I don't think it's I don't think it's effective enough to do it in all, but that's what they're shooting for. Okay, so we've got the 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 fact that it's a gene therapy is established. I'm not I'm not really debating that anymore. If you're still debating that, get your head out of your rear and quit being an idiot. The second thing is is listen, is shedding a legitimate issue? Well, I would I can't fathom how you can say it's not. In the approval of Cominarty, the approval letter, right? the approval letter from the FDA to Pfizer. The FDA noted that Pfizer agreed to run a study on gene therapy and shedding products. Okay? They said it. It's right there. You can't miss it. You don't do a multi-million dollar study on shedding in gene therapy products if if you can't shed and if it's not a gene therapy product. That is why you see so many little kids. Remember, Shedding on an adult level, we don't know how much shedding. We don't know what's happening. We don't know how severe it is. We don't know. We don't know any details. What we do know is that shedding is a legitimate issue, and that at some level, it's probably occurring. Okay, 
That's what we know. We don't know to what extent. But if you want an explanation for why little kids are getting hepatitis and why maybe some of them haven't even gotten the jab, well, first of all, we have to ask, uh, did their parents get lots of jabs? And did they shed? The second thing is, is how do you know they didn't get the jab? We know that hepatitis is, a, is an adverse event of special interest for these jabs because Pfizer listed it in their paperwork. It's listed there. So hepatitis, why are these kids getting hepatitis? Well, because Pfizer said they were going to get hepatitis. You know, that's the jab. Well, but what about this one kid who didn't get the jab? Well, is it a small kid? Is he physically small? Because remember, dosage is weight dependent. So if you've got a tiny little kid whose parents keep getting boosters and they're around family members who get boosters and they're in school with a bunch of idiots that got jabbed, could there be shedding issues? Absolutely. Absolutely. And since if, if, I, if they're not, show me the study. Show me that study that the FDA and Pfizer agreed to study. Show me the raw data. I don't want the results. I want the raw data of that study because you lie every time you open your mouth. So I'm not going to trust what you say about the results. What I want is a raw data on, on shedding. I want to know what you got on that. Because you said you're going to do it. You've agreed that there's an issue with it. You've agreed that it's worth doing a study on. What's the, what's, what is there for me to know? Um, so those two things really irk the heck out of me. So when we talk about what's going to happen with the new horrible variant, what they're going to do is they're going to try, they're going to try and say, well, look at this person didn't get the jab and they got it. Well, okay, how much shedding was involved? How much this was involved? We've got the patents, we've got the studies, we've got all these things that talk about you know transmissible vaccines. Is that what's occurring? I mean, you're telling me it could occur, so should I just ignore it as a possibility? Should I trust you, you the liars who have not stopped lying to me for two and a half years now? Should I trust that? You know, only if you're an idiot. You don't trust a liar if you're an idiot, unless you're an idiot. So, this new, this new horrible whatever that's coming out is going to come out, and they have to have it come out because it there has to be something to explain why so many people are getting sick and dying. The reason is because of the jabs. The reason is because of the bio warfare. The reason is because they're releasing more poisons and toxins. The question is, you know, are we going to have to go through another two-year cycle of waking people up to try and prove it, or are people going to be awake enough to realize, hey, this is all part of a plan to destroy America, and, you know, maybe we should do something about it? <laughs> I just, I couldn't have said it any better. The summation there was outstanding. Um, and, you know, we are getting... Fox News dances around this, but and I've been saying this for some time. I don't care how much dementia someone has. I don't care what their failed leadership qualities are. But at some point in time, when you have this long a string of uh, decisions that work against the American welfare, then you are doing this deliberately, and it's treason. I don't think there's any question. It's treason. I don't think there's any question. Tom, you've got you're on Substack. You've also got a website. Uh, I know you need some donations to further your work because what you're doing is not free. Uh, so let's take a couple of minutes and talk about those endeavors. Yeah, so I do. Go to rens-law.com. It's R-E-N-Z-law.com. Rens-law.com. Support us there. We put a ton of stuff up there. You want to know anything you need to know about COVID, uh, about 
you know, a lot of this stuff, it always ends up there. And if it's not there, it's in my Substack. The link to subscribe to my Substack is there. If you subscribe to my Substack, the money that I make goes back into the fight. Okay, that's just what I do. It just, it all goes back into it. A lot of this is funded. Every, pretty much every dime I make gets stuck back into this fight. So uh, please help me. Please help me at Give, Send, Go. There's a link there on my website as well. And uh, we do. We, we need help. Now, let me also put this out there. I'm on Truth Social. We've got to get the word to the Donald about what's going on. The Donald is, it was, in my opinion, one of the best presidents we've ever had. And the only reason that we're not in the worst spot right now. But he's got a lot of liars around him still to this day. Mm -hmm. The word I'm getting is he's still got some serious snakes around him. So I'm pushing on Truth Social. I mean, I'm on Getter and Cloud Hub and some other places, too. It actually tried. To, I, I've been trying to get banned on Twitter. I had an old account that I never used. And so when Musk bought it, I decided I'd see, you know, whether they were going to actually do free speech. They've got me censored on Twitter pretty badly. But, um, but on Truth Social especially, I am trying to get the word to the Donald. Because we've got a lot of contacts around him. But it's hard to get him the truth. And remember, Fox News is bought off. A lot of these people who he trusts or thinks he should trust are bought off. we got to keep pushing to get him the word, to get him to understand what's happening. You know, these jabs are going to get laid at his, uh, at his footstep, uh, his doorstep. When 2024 rolls around, if he's, if he's uh, you know, running, looks like he's going to win, trust me. There'll be all sorts of information about mistakes in the early stages of the jabs. And those mistakes were caused because Trump's operation warp speed. That's what they're going to say. We got it. They're going to cut him off at the knees where all he's got to do is come out and say, you know what? They lied to me and that everything's forgiven because we know he was lied to and everything should be forgiven. But he's got to get woken up. He's got to listen to the real people who actually want America made great again, not to the snakes. Not to the scumbags in the D.C. circuit, not to all the people who've been paid to pretend they're his friends. He's got to listen to the real American people. So I need everybody listening to this to help make sure that Donald Trump is hearing what we're saying, because we've got to support him. You know, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. The Donald's fighting for our country. We need to help him. If we can't, you know, work to get him the information, to get him the support, then there's a problem. So read my stuff, get it out there, share it on truth, share it on wherever you want are, just share it, get it out there. We've got to wake people up, you know, and I've got it. I've got to, I got to make this the number one thing before you do anything else. Uh, you know, I've asked this before. I need a lot of people praying for me, for me and for this fight, whatever my role is in this fight, I'm honored to take it. I pray that God guides me to do it his way, and I hope that you'll send me a prayer. And uh, that'll be the most important thing, because everything else is in his hand. Well, that's the only way that we're going to win this, too, because we're being outspent, and they control the resources of power. They don't have the numbers, but they control the resources. And you don't need the numbers when that happens. Tom, we're flat out of time, and yes, prayers are certainly encouraged, and I want to thank you for coming on and keep up the good fight. I look forward to coming back soon. I really love this show, so I appreciate uh, appreciate you giving me an opportunity. Hey, feelings mutual. Thanks, Tom. Take care. Talk soon.